0: 18
1: plus hello and welcome to episode 310 of the visa market insights podcast i'm your host josh applebaum happy faith the public friday everyone we have a huge day of sweats in front of us today guys we have a ton to get to uh obviously we are going to break down a massive major league baseball board 15 games and Major League Baseball yesterday, uh, we had a huge hit. Uh, again, I'll always start with the good and the bad. I'll give you the good. Uh, the Cubbies. Talk about the Cubbies coming up massive for the team. Uh, the Cubs may take the award for the biggest closing line value play of the year. Because we identified the Cubs on the podcast yesterday, guys. Uh, not Number one, the gambler's fallacy, saying that, hey, the Mets are a good team. They dropped the first two. Cubs you know, have really struggled this year. They won the first two. So what does that mean? Public says the Mets are bound to, b- to bounce back and win that game. But guess what? We tracked the line movement. And we've seen that line uh, really, really move toward the Cubs. I wrote about it in the newsletter. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Beeson.com newsletter for free. to your inbox every single morning. We talked about the Cubs. Sharps attack, plus 115. Ended up closing at minus 110. So we identified the Cubs, I think, around plus 102. So we saw that line move another 10 cents after we bet it. So, Uh, Of course, that's always the mark of kind of just knowing that you're on the right track. And even if the Cubs had lost that game, you know, guys, if we're consistently betting numbers that are better than the closing line, this is what you hear a lot of bettors talk about, closing line value. So, again, you measure your bet. The biggest misconception, and I wrote about this in my my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, the biggest misconception when you're betting on sports is that if a bet won, it was a good bet. If it lost, it was a bad bet. Uh, But that isn't the case. It's all about what number you bet the game at. The research you did beforehand and the number you betted at versus what it closed at. So, for example, you know we bet the Cubs, uh, and you may have even gotten a, an earlier better number because I wrote about it at the newsletter at the time. They were like plus one fifteen down to like plus one ten. By the time of the, at, of the pod, they're like plus one hundred two. But if you're betting that game, plus one ten, plus one hundred five, plus one hundred two, even if you had betted at you know minus one hundred two, it closed at minus one ten. So you anticipated the market, beat the market, and it just so happens that the Cubs. Uh, it was sweaty there. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I was stat tracking that game. I was watching my Bruins. Uh, I was sweating a, uh, a crazy overplay, which you were able to cash with that Pelicans over. And I do love uh, my new thing, which I wish we identified earlier, these John Hollinger defensive efficiency. You go to the bottom bottom part of the list, the worst defensive efficiency teams. And if any two are going head-to-head, you look at betting that over. So, we did get that over with the Pelicans. But, um, you know, again, it was sweaty. We needed a Jason Hayward uh, a walk-off hit there to cash. Um, But the moral of the story is beat the closing line. Again, you know, if we bet it at any plus money, it closes at minus 110. Even if the Cubs had lost, that was a good bet. And, again, a bet is not judged based on a win or a loss because in sports betting, there's no locks. There's no guarantees. Sometimes luck goes your way. Sometimes you're unlucky, and it goes completely against you. I'll give you a perfect example. The Red Sox under 9.5. Don't even get me started. That play was sharp as a tack. Uh, we had a, a, a painted under nine and a half liability across the board. I saw some books even uh, hint at a, at a drop to nine. Public all over the over, under nine and a half. That was a, what was it, a, a one nothing game for a while, a two nothing game. It was three to three going into extra innings. And of course, you have a, th- uh, what was it, a three run homer by Seattle to make it a seven three game. Uh, lands on 10. We have the under nine and a half. But again, you're three to three going into extras and you lose an under 9.5, we could have given up three more runs and still won, but Seattle hits a bomb. So not only did my socks blow it there as a fan, hate seeing that, but they they killed our under 9.5. So, again, luck comes and goes, but judge your bets based on what number you're getting versus what it closes at because that's really the mark of a good better. because luck comes and goes, but if you're consistently beating the closing line, getting uh, a bet at a better number than it closes at, that's going to sustain you. You know, Again, there'll be ups, there'll be downs. That's just part of the game. There's bad beats. There's great backdoor covers. But if you're beating that number consistently, that's going to turn you on the positive side of things long term. So, so much to get to today, guys. We're going to dive into a huge MLB slate. I love the board today. Um, we'll talk some NBA. We'll talk some NHL. Uh, and then I also have a little bonus UFC. So we've been uh, we've been we've been grinding in the arena, li- literally the arena, the octagon, a little biting. But we have a huge UFC slate tomorrow night. Uh, I annoy uh, I annoy my girlfriend because I love betting UFC and uh, she just like rolls her eyes every time but it's so violent, it's so brutal, but I love it. It's a sweat like uh, unlike any other. And when I love that, we have our model here. Again, I- I'm not claiming to be Billy Walters, but I like fighters who are younger, taller, have a longer reach and have a line move in their favor. And again, we're not gonna set the world on fire, but we turn a decent profit here. So last two Fridays I told you, you gotta do your homework. I did my homework last night. I got UFC 41, two, three, four. I got six plays. So last couple weekends we had a four and one, we had a four and zero. Let's see if we can keep it going here with UFC 261, Usman and Masvidal. Uh, but I cannot wait for this one, and uh, and I do have some system matches, and I also love that with Pointswood Weekly, my guy Gambling Lou Lufanicaro is the best of the best when it comes to UFC. So uh, I always love it when I have my rudimentary model. And then I can align that with what Gamble & Lou is on, because Gamble & Lou is an expert who gets into the nitty-gritty. Uh, you know, this guy was a, a black belt in Brazil, or Jiu Jitsu or he's a good grappler, all this stuff, you know, that um, that is over my head where I'm just looking at line movement in our model here. But I love when we overlap, and we do overlap on a few plays here. So uh, stay tuned. We'll talk about that. Uh, before we get into it, guys, on a Fade the Public Friday, I wanted to mention one thing. I want to give a shout-out to my guy uh, on Twitter, at BlakeTheMega. Uh, megalomaniac Blake is my guy. He's sharp as attack, and Blake is the uh, in his bio. It's the pride and joy of Burke, Virginia. So that's our guy, Blake. But Blake sent me this, and uh, and I'm glad he did. But it was a a clip from uh, the one and only Pete Rose, and we all know Pete Rose. I'll say it before. I'll say it again. If you're ever looking uh, to blow people's minds with the greatest shortest joke of all time, this is what you say. You say Pete Rose sat on attack. Pete Rose. And everyone looks at you like you're crazy. Do you get it? He sat on attack. It hurt his butt. He jumped up. You get it? And that's his name. Yada, yada, yada. I'll give you another one that me and my buddy Andy, uh, my old college roommate, came up with. Um, This is when uh, Mookie Betts played with the Sox. Mookie Betts sat at the casino. Mookie Betts. You get it? And then I got another one for you. Anytime Jalen Hurts uh, takes a sack at at Alabama, Oklahoma, or now for the Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts sat on attack. Jalen Hurts, you get it? So anyway, it just gives me a gives me an opportunity on a Faith Public Friday to tell you my, my terrible jokes here. And no, I'm not a dad, hopefully one day, but th- I feel like those are dad jokes. But anyway, they, they make me laugh. But back to Pete Rose, the all-time hits le- uh, leader. Um, obviously, he's been held out of the Hall of Fame for betting on baseball, the only sin, uh, you know, the one sin that you can't, you can't do uh, because uh, old-school baseball, that's like the one thing that uh, will always, you know, give you a, a black mark here. Um, but the interesting thing with Pete Rose, so he signed a deal uh, with a company, um, I think it's called Interbet, or I forgot, It's I think it's based in Mexico, it's the company that got in trouble because, they, um, or they didn't get in trouble, but they aligned with the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Knights um, who are, you know, everyone's trying to capitalize on the expanding legalization of sports betting, but they're basically a tout, they're a scambi capper, classic, um, and the Vegas Golden Knights, I guess, didn't know that, or didn't do their research, they ended up canceling um their partnership like two days later after everyone went nuts on them how terrible it was like what are you gonna do send out a pick are you ever gonna send out a pick against the knights like just think about it that way but uh, anyway pete rose all-time hits leader uh banned from baseball for betting on games he claimed to only bet on his team never against it but uh, i always ask the question of uh if he didn't bet on his team that day what is he telling you it's pretty much telling you to if he uh if he didn't bet on them he's telling you Something's bad or, or bet against them. So even when he doesn't bet, I think he's sending a signal here. But anyway, this just goes to show you we're in a uh, a sports betting renaissance. Pete Rose has partnered with this sports betting company, which it's, like, just unbelievable here. I think he kind of says, hey, screw the Hall of Fame. I don't care. I, I still am the all-time hits leader. But my guy Pete Rose and my guy Blake the Mega sent this to me. But it's a it's like a two-minute clip. I retweeted it from my, uh, my Twitter page, at Josh underscore insights. But – Pete Rose goes on Squawk Box on CNBC and the host asks him like how do you pick a baseball game? You know, what do you look for? And Pete Rose basically says and like I my mind was blown because you would think the guy played baseball, he loves betting, you know, he'd give you kind of like a, you know, a smart answer here. His answer was basically uh ride a team who's hot and bet based on injuries and starting pitchers, which is like the most public way of looking at sports betting. And like, I just, I I almost laughed and just shook my head because uh, if you walk up to a drunk better at the bar, they're going to tell you the exact same thing. Uh, Teams won five in a row, bet them again. They got to win gambler's fallacy. You know, um, you know, Mike Trout's out of the lineup, bet against the angels. Again, a a player like that doesn't make as big of a difference as you think. So uh, we look at the complete opposite, buying low on teams on losing streaks, um, not overreacting to injuries uh, Pete Rose also mentioned something like, um, you know, if a team's really good on the road, play them again. And again, like the, the one thing that he didn't mention is like line movement. Like, come on, Pete, like you played the game. You were a star. I know you've bet on b- sports and baseball forever. You know, every little thing about baseball more than I could ever forget. Uh, and your answer is like, you know, ride hot teams and bet on pitchers and bet on injuries. So I just found it funny. I'm glad Blake said this to me, but, Uh, I want to make Pete Rose basically the spokesman for the public better. When we talk about betting against the public, we're betting against this kind of philosophy. So on the one hand, I'm like, Pete, don't be saying this because, you know, a lot of new bettors are going to fall into it. They're going to lose games based on this. Again, this is all about, you know, bet on the better team. They're bound to win. These are all the things that we go against as a contrarian. Um, So, but on the other hand, I'm like, I'm actually kind of happy in a way because it's like, you know, as sports betting is expanding, this Pete Rose mindset is going to, Basically, new bettors are going to adopt it, and I don't want to see new betters lose. But basically, he's pumping the tires of the public mentality, which, as uh, betting gets legalized in more and more states, more people will adopt it. Therefore, contrarian value spikes. So I'm glad Blake sent that to me, but uh like Pete, maybe mention line movement. You know, like uh you know, cover up the names of the teams. Where's the public? Where are the sharps? uh But no, I just I couldn't believe that that was his answer. Um, and of course, the poor host, you know, he doesn't know betting. He's not going to say anything to him, but. That uh, just jumped out to me. So if you're looking at that clip, uh, it was interesting. And, and as Blake mentioned, this is why we call it Fade the Public Friday. Um, so, uh, so, guys, so much to get to. Uh, real quick, little housekeeping, of course. Um, number one, sign up for the Visa newsletter. The best way to stay plugged into everything that's going on at Visa is to get the newsletter in the morning. You'll have promos for all the legal states. Take advantage of them all. you have a rundown of all the shows that day. You'll get Dave Tua's ATS reports. You'll get my Market Insights column. Which um, you know, right now for baseball, I think it's a good it's a good read in the morning when you have your coffee and your bacon and eggs because you can beat some closing some closing lines some uh, some closing numbers here get better numbers. You know, if you're betting the Cubs plus one fifteen early in the day, they close at minus one ten. Boom, you save twenty five cents. So they can be really really beneficial here. So slash newsletter sign up put in your email for free uh, and then of course if you're looking to take the next step. Your sports betting journey. We have so much to offer at Veasan. We have a brand new point spread weekly that just came out. A ton of mock uh, mock drafts and props for the um, uh, for the NFL draft, which I've already gotten down on a few, and I'm looking to place a few more before we uh, we get to the draft, which is now less than a week away. I cannot wait to see what my Patriots do, but I'm uh, very happy holding my uh, my Zach Wilson minus 175 second quarterback selected because he is now I think minus a thousand or minus two thousand. So props to Michael Lombardi for that. Um, but really, again, if you want to take the next step, sign up for a VEASAN membership. You get every points red Weekly Magazine, gamble and lose breakdowns for UFC. Uh, you'll also get uh, that afternoon best bet email, sending you picks to your inbox uh, throughout the day, um, which will, uh, again, you can tail, you can fade, do whatever you want. But I like knowing what Matty Humans is on and my guy, uh, Greg Hoops Peterson and the whole crew. Um, and of course, uh, Andy McNeil, who's great at hockey. So you'll get that. Uh, to your inbox, and you can also get uh, 20% off the store if you want some merch. Lombardi Line gear should be coming soon, uh, and then uh, and then you also get um, what what are you what else you gonna get? Live stream of all the programs, so you can watch all the shows and all of our betting guides as well. So sign up for a 10-day free trial. If you like it, you can go monthly. You can save money, get a year. Beeson.com slash subscribe, and of course get on Twitter. Twitter is essential, not only for monitoring injuries, you know NBA load management uh guys being out out of the blue tracking on tweet deck searching a player whether or not he'll play like i'll give you an example jalen brown for the celtics tonight is questionable he'd be a great guy to set up a tweet deck for and be the first to know uh, so we'll talk about that and you can jump on these numbers hopefully before the books take them down or before they move um and then you can also uh you know look at mlb uh starting pitchers getting scratched starting lineups you can create a gambling community you can uh, direct message and uh, follow different sports books. So it's great, great resource, Twitter. I think it's really, really important uh, just to be plugged into a real time market. But of course, follow at Live, the mothership where we tweet out great content all the time. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights uh, and you can direct message me, hit me up anytime or via email. You want to say hello, introduce yourself, got a question, a comment, a suggestion, you want to be referred to a new sports book, I can help you out and steer you in the right direction. Anything I can do to help you guys. Just let me know. You can email me, josh at vcin.com. So with that being said, I told you it's a big baseball day. Uh, Take me out to the ball game. Give me some uh, some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Let's dive into a huge MLB slate today, guys. So, uh, of course, I'll be honest with you. I have a lot of plays right now. I think I have 11 plays that caught my eye. Uh, You know the drill. But, of course, we have new people listening all the time. So pick and choose. You don't have to play them all. You, you don't have to play any, you can play them all. You can t- pick two, you can pick five, whatever you want. But remember my goal is to highlight uh, games that um, have some value, whether it's line movement or system matches um, or sharp action. And, uh, and then your job is to uh, have your notebook out and pick and choose. Or if you're, um, you know, just coming home from work or in the car or, or whatever, uh, just listen and, and sit back and maybe, maybe one or two really, really catches your eye and you play it. So again, pick and choose because we do have a lot of, uh, a lot of matches today. So, Number one, uh, Milwaukee and the Chicago Cubs. I am back riding the Cubbies here, guys. I love I love this play on the Cubs for a couple different reasons. Uh, number one, you have a pretty good line move to the Cubs. The Cubs open uh, at home minus um, 130. They've been bet up and steamed all the way to around minus 145. Now, the important thing here is we talk about Fade the Public Friday, you know, really trying to isolate dogs. And by the way, guys, dogs continue to do great. I had another big day yesterday. They're now almost even, 135 and 136. Uh, but with these dogs here, uh, and I'm kicking myself for not playing San Diego because San Diego had kind of a late move there. Um, they end up winning 3-2. to two. But dogs on the year, 135, 136, almost 50%. You're up 42 units. Uh, just incredible here playing these dogs. So I know this is a favorite play, but what I like about this one, it's a sharp contrarian fade-the-trendy dog favorite. You have about two-thirds of bets on the Brewers here. You know, number one, you look, they have 11-7 and record. Anderson's on the mound. He's got a 2.65 ERA. Cubs are nine and nine, and they have Hendricks on the mound. Who's zero and two with a six point nine two ERA. So especially early in the year, public will always gravitate to uh, teams with a better record, teams with a better starting pitcher ERA. But we know, um, you know, especially with ERAs, you know, your ERA can be big if you have one bad start. You know, Hendricks is a good pitcher historically, so I think we're buying low on Hendricks here. But again, what I like about this one, about two thirds of bets are on Milwaukee. They're saying, of course, I'll take plus one thirty five for a Brewers team that has a better record and a better ERA starting pitcher. But even though you have two-thirds of bets on Milwaukee, the line has moved to Chicago. So this would be a reverse line move, uh, an indication of sharp money hitting the Cubbies here uh, who have now won. Uh, I've been riding the Cubbies, you know, last three or four nights here. Uh, they've now won three in, a row, three in a row after sweeping the Mets. And now it's like, how do you lay this number? You're laying this number because it's got a sharp move in its favor. And it doesn't hurt that the Cubbies uh, sound the alarm. Where's Maureen Chase? Woo-woo! Cubbies against lefties. 5-0 and against lefties. They're going up against lefty Brett Anderson today. So give me the Cubs. Shop around about minus 145. Keep on cruising. The Oakland A's. uh, I am going back to the wall with the Oakland A's. Uh, This one worries me. It is um, somewhat of a popular play here. But we do have the A's riding a massive win streak, a team that's playing with a ton of house money right now, a team that started off poorly but has now won 11 straight. One of my favorite movies, Moneyball with Brad Pitt. Uh, I don't know if we'll, uh, we'll get to 20 wins. What was it, 20, 21, something like that? crazy streak they had. Uh, but what I do like about this one, a uh, little bit of line move. You know, you had this game open around minus 120, uh, minus 125. It's now crept up closer to minus 130. So you're having a, a line move here toward Oakland, I think with a short number. You also, I like this split lefty versus righty because you look at Oakland, they're nine and six against right-handed pitchers going up against a righty here. Uh, Baltimore's going up against a lefty and Baltimore is one and five versus lefties. So kind of a lefty righty uh, split here. With also a uh, an Oakland team that's red hot with a line move, so I was looking at the Oakland A's here, guys. Um, next up, Seattle and my Boston Red Sox, who uh, had a tough loss, and I'm I'm still uh, still steaming over not getting an under nine and a half when you have six runs total going into extra innings. What a brutal bad beat there! Uh, but maybe it was payback for getting Oakland the other day when they probably shouldn't have won. Uh, but Seattle and Boston, um, I I like this steam toward toward the Red Sox. So if you want to play the Sox tonight, I think you're in a decent spot. Uh, this line opened Sox minus 130. It's been bet up to around minus 140. So this would match a system that we have: the steam 10 cents or more in a non-division game. So non-division games typically, um, you know, the lack of familiarity benefits the favorite. These teams are 37 and 31 this year, 54%. But again, sometimes this matches with with dogs. So these payouts and dog favorite, it's kind of the same here. Uh, but you're up around uh, up around six units here playing that spot. So I did like that move toward the Red Sox. Uh, and it looks like the Sox have been getting steamed across the board, so I like that. Uh, I like that sharp action in their favor. So to me, it's kind of looks like both Pro and Joe on Boston with the line move in their favor. Uh, here is a gross one. Uh, got down on the uh, Cleveland Indians yesterday. They could not get it done. They jumped out to a three nothing lead. I'm, I'm loving it. Then of course they implode late in the game. So I don't know who's worse, Cleveland or the Yankees right now. This one is so gross, but it makes me like it. Um, the public is all over Cleveland. This is another Fade the Trendy dog opportunity. You know, we're, we're highlighting some favorites. but The key here, guys, is Fade the Public Friday. It's not just taking all dogs. If a dog is popular, Fade the Public Friday applies uh, to, to favorites here. Again, it's all about where the public is not going against them. So, you know, nine times out of ten, it will be a dog because public has a bias toward betting favorites, but not always. So I think that's important. And, of course, Fade the Public Friday, I wrote about it in the newsletter. Now, it's not just that it rhymes. There's a reason to it. You know, this is a Friday. You have the buzz of the weekend coming up. Uh, people who, you know, average Joes who may not bet sports every single day grinding in the arena like us. They may not bet Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but it's a Friday night. The week's over. They, they can sleep in tomorrow. They got paid. They got their latest paycheck. They can get down on some games. Maybe you're meeting up with some friends. Uh, maybe you're making some dinner and uh, and going to watch your favorite team tonight. This influx of public betting creates higher ticket counts, therefore creates better uh contrarian value to go against that public bias. So that's the whole method to the madness. But anyway, this one is so sharp on the Yankees. I'm prepared for the Yankees to let me down. But I, I can't deny this one, guys. This one open uh minus one twenty five Yankees on the road. The public is saying Yankees stink. I know they won yesterday, but there's no way in heck in, in hell that I'm gonna lay a minus one twenty five with the Yankees on the road uh against Cleveland. So again you had basically Cleveland open plus one fifteen Public's jumping on the dog, Cleveland at home. Yet, here's the kicker, guys. The Yankees are getting steamed. Yankees have been steamed minus 125 all the way up to minus 140. I see some books like minus 145. This would match to me. Uh, Steamed 10 cents or more non-division game. Uh, I have another system, moderate betting, slightly contrarian with a big move, 59% historically. And also Yankees versus a lefty. Uh, You actually have uh, both lefties here, Montgomery and Allen, and the Yankees, the last three seasons against lefties, 71 and 42, 63%. So, know, that lineup uh, really looks bad right now. But um, And also, like, I bet them the other day, I think when they lost against Atlanta, gliber Torres hits a ground ball, doesn't even run out of the box, like literally almost walks. And it was kind of a viral thing, like the guy doesn't hustle at all. But if I was Aaron Boone, you're benched. If you don't run out of play, like show some pride, seriously. And he it, he probably would have been out anyway. Um but it was just, like, pathetic. I remember kids in high school, I used to play with it and do that. Our coach would go nuts and bench you immediately. Um, I think they should do that, too, to Glaber Torres. But uh, I guess I'm on the Yankees tonight, so Glaber Torres hit a couple bombs. But I do like that steam toward the Yankees and, a, and kind of kind of matching that that Cubs um, contrarian favorite line move uh, type system, Faye the Trinity Dog. Keep on cruising. Now, this is a wheelhouse play. I know you guys are looking for some gross hazmat disgusting bets today because that's what it's. Excuse me. That's what it's all about. About on a Fade the public Friday. Detroit Tigers. Give me the Tigers. This is one of the biggest line moves, sharpest plays. Uh, it is a dog. It is disgusting. It's very lopsided, but it's Kansas City at Detroit, and we know Kansas City ten and seven record. Uh, Detroit seven and twelve. Detroit struggle. I think they've lost like four of their like six of their last seven or something crazy like that. Um, but they got Casey Mize on the mound going up against Mike Miner. Miner's got a five point one seven ERA. Casey Mize, a former top pick. 1-1, uh, one and 3.3A. One, I think there's a guy that could be breaking through this year. But I love this line move, guys. Kansas City opened as a minus-130 uh, road favorite. This line is down to Kansas City minus-110. You had a 20-cent move toward Detroit Tigers. Detroit went from plus-120 to now even money. Again, you would have liked to jump on Detroit, a little bit of plus money here. This matches a lot of systems. Number one, dogs with line moves, uh, 48%, but almost a 10% return on investment because of the plus money. Uh, divisional dogs, this is huge too. 62 and 66, only 48%, but a 15% ROI. Again, divisional dogs. That's a key here. You know, the, the built-in familiarity benefits the team. Um, getting plus money. Divisional dogs are up 19 units this year. You bet 100 bucks on each one, you're up 1,900. So loving that line move toward Detroit. Again, looks like uh, how do you not play KC at a low number here? But big move to the Tigers. So let's go Tigers. Uh, keep on cruising, Arizona and Atlanta. Um, this is another kind of split ticket count, kind of fade the trendy dog. Um, Arizona, uh, Arizona has been crazy lately. Arizona, I don't know how they do it. You might have to call them Tampa Bay of the uh, the National League, but they're putting in guys you got no idea who they are, uh, and they continue to crush. They just swept Cincinnati as a plus one thirty dog, plus one sixty dog, plus one forty dog. Uh, so I don't know. Again, I don't know how they're doing it, uh, but they've come up huge here for dog betters recently. But I actually like betting against them today. They're kind of a trendy dog today. They're getting a little more than half the tickets, but big steam toward the Atlanta Braves. The Braves went from around minus 145 to now minus 160. So that would be a a 10-cent steam um, in a non-division game, uh, 54% this year. And then also a system that I really like, a rested favorite versus a team on a back-to-back. So Arizona, they're playing great. You know, again, I'm sure if you're – an Arizona player, you're happy to come to the ballpark today after you've won four straight, um, but you have a Braves team that's rested and waiting for you with a day off. So that rested favorite uh, day off versus a team that is on the road and out of travel, um, that rested spot is 59% historically. So give me Atlanta there. Again, I know it's a big number, but uh, that steam is hard to, uh, hard to ignore. Uh, Houston, here's another one. Um, this one is a bit of a popular play. Again, gives me heartburn. Um, but I like this move towards Houston. I think it's both a pro and Joe spot. Uh, the Astros at home with Grinke on the mound. Uh, Astros got it done yesterday, uh, looking at uh, running it back here again. But the Astros open minus 125, they've been bet up to minus 135. So that's a 10-cent move. I don't like that it's a division game. Um, but you do have Strohs versus lefties. So they're going up against uh, Andrew Heaney. And Stros versus lefties, kind of like the Yankees, the last three years, they are 91-50, and 50, 65%. Uh, so it's a decent move here to Houston and also a favorite with a low total total in here in this game is eight. So the fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely it's coming from quote unquote, the better team seeing some steam hit Houston uh, in this match. So looking at the, uh, at the Strohs to keep it going here. Uh, keep on cruising Pittsburgh and Minnesota. Uh, this is another buy low favorite opportunity. Um, so what I like about this one, uh, Minnesota six and 11, they've really struggled this year. Uh, my socks went to Minnesota. It was like a, it was like a blizzard every game, and uh, I think they won three out of four. But Pittsburgh, uh, give props to the Pirates. They've won three of four. Pirates are kind of like Arizona, a team that you think stinks. But, again, this is baseball. This is why Pete Rose had it completely wrong when he was talking about it. Um, again, you're buying low. You're trying to go contrarian. This is really the, the key here, um, not getting locked into records and stuff like that. Um, but I just see a, a really good buy opportunity with Minnesota. Minnesota has a one-day rest advantage, so it would match this favorite Uh, with a one-day rest versus a team on a back-to-back. But the Twins have lost four straight. The Pirates have won three out of four. Now, Pete Rose would say ride the Pirates here because they're playing better. Minnesota's lost four straight. However, Minnesota open minus 140. They've been bet up to minus 140. They've been bet up to minus 155. You have got about 15 cents of steam in that one. And this is a split-ticket count game. Like, normally you would think Minnesota will be getting, you know, 80% of bets here. I think it's a buy-low spot on the Twinkies. This would also match uh, interleague favorites, 18 and 13 so far this year, 58%. Uh, You're up a few units with that one, so lack of familiarity uh, benefits that favorite. Also a a favorite low total. Total, again, there is eight. So looking at Minnesota, uh, rested favorite, interleague, and a buy low. Um, Again, buy low on a team that's struggling versus a team that's playing well. And, again, why is that line so high if the Twins stink right now? Uh, I smell a rat, so give me the, uh, the Twinkies. Uh, one of the, maybe, the sharpest play of the day, St. Louis Cardinals. This is, again, you talk about a fade the public Friday, St. Louis Card- Cardinals are your play tonight. I wrote about this one in the newsletter. What I love is the public is all over Cincinnati. You have about 7 out of 10 bets on the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Reds are 9-9, nine and nine, St. Louis is 8-10. and 10. Reds have lost four straight, though, and Cardinals have struggled, too. They've lost three of their last four. But you do have a rest advantage with the Cardinals one day off. And with the Reds, the public is all over Sonny Gray. They just see the name Sonny Gray. Again, another reason why Pete Rose has got it wrong. You know, Take the bigger name popular pitcher, but that's not really the way you want to do it. Again, line movement. If Pete Rose said I look at line movement, I would have been like, Pete Rose, you're the man. Uh, but it was just like, you know, the ultimate uh, public e- explanation of how to bet baseball. But anyway, guys, I love St. Louis here. This is a massive, sharp reverse line move toward the, car- uh, the Cardinals. You had the Reds open. Uh, a minus 120 favorite on the road. Public is all over the Reds. You would think this line would go minus 120, minus 130 towards Cincinnati. No, the exact opposite is happening. Uh, this line is now down to a pick'em. You've seen Cincinnati go from minus 120 to minus 105. You've seen St. Louis Cardinals uh, go from like plus 110 down to minus 105. So this has turned into a pick'em after opening a big Cincy favorite. Uh, this is a really, really sharp play toward uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. As a pick 'em, you know, it's technically a pick 'em now, but really all these system matches would be St. Louis. Uh, divisional dog, um, by low with a big move, steam, uh, 10 cents or more, all in favor of St. Louis. So that's really to me, Cardinals, uh, one of my favorite plays today. So uh, keep an eye on the cards. Then just a couple more. Uh, another sharp dog, Philadelphia uh, Phillies. Really digging the fills here. Um, you had Colorado open minus 130, Colorado's down to minus 120. Uh, so, and this is important because uh, public's kind of split, and you would think the public would be all over Philly. They're nine and nine, nothing crazy, but Colorado's six and 12. They stink. Um, but Philly has Velasquez on the mound. He's got a nine ERA. So the public is actually all over. Uh, we're kind of split again, but you would think they'd be all over Philly, but they're really not. And yet, the common denominator line movement. This line has dropped. Colorado minus 130 down to minus 120. I see some shops closer to like minus 115. So you've seen Philly go from plus 120 down to minus uh, plus 106, plus 110. That's a really sharp road line move. Uh, sweet spot dog. Uh, talk about this a lot, guys. But um, pretty simple. Our sweet spot in baseball are dogs plus 140 or less. They're 78 and 65. They're up 25 units. That would match with Philly. Uh, also match a dog high total. Totals 10 and a half at Coors Field. Uh, more uh, expected run score leads to more variance, upset opportunities. So that benefits Philly as well. And then the, uh, the coup de grace here, the, the, the cherry on top, road dogs. Road dogs have crushed it this year. 87 and 86, you're up 32 units. Again, if you're hitting 50% of your dog plays, you're killing it with these plus money payouts. So give me Philly here. Let's go Phils. And then the last one of the night, uh, Miami and San Fran. Um, I'm, I I didn't get San Fran last night. Or sorry, I didn't get Miami last night. I was looking at them as kind of a line freeze type play. Uh, but I'm looking San Fran tonight, guys. Uh, Public is actually on Miami. Saying, hey, I'll grab some plus money here. You add this line open minus one twenty San Fran plus one ten to Miami. Uh, Miami eight and ten, San Fran twelve and seven. But you have uh, Alcantara, who is the ace for Miami here, um, versus Alex Wood, a lefty who's zero ERA, but um, you know a guy who has struggled you know, recently. But you do have Miami lost three or four, San Fran as one four or five. Now this would line up with with Pete Rose a little bit, but the key is you have a line move to back it up. So public slightly on Miami, but a lot of money on San Fran. San Fran has gone from minus 120 to around minus 125, minus 130. And here's the kicker, favorite with a low total. Very low total in this one. I think you had some under money come in. It was actually 7.5 down to 7. But a a sharp move towards San Fran. Favorite low total. Uh, you're starting to get to that steam, non-division, 10 cents or more. And I do like that Miami's got a couple key guys out. Marte's been injured. Garrett Cooper's been out. Brian Anderson. Alfaro. Um, they're starting catcher. Uh, and you have um, a San Fran team taking a lot of steam here. So give me Los Gigantes, the Giants late night. Uh, but that about does it, guys, for the first half of the pod. Running the board on a big, big, big Fade the Public Friday. A ton- Tonight's a baseball night, guys. I cannot wait starting off with the Cubbies to sweat these games here with you. Uh, but do not go anywhere because uh, Friday, big, big pod as always. We got to talk NBA. We've Got three plays in the, MB- in, uh, in the NBA. NHL, got to talk some hockey. Hope you left the pads out in the uh, in the mudroom last night so they're not as stinky. Um, decent night in the NHL, four and two. Uh, the Islanders were uh, and the Rangers were what annoyed me. The Islanders lost 1-0 in a shootout, but I uh, got my Bruins, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. Let's see if we can run it back in uh, in the NHL. And two and one NBA as well. Pelicans, Boston. Really it was just NBA, NHL decent and, uh, and MLB was a, a struggle yesterday, but uh, we grind as always, guys. So do not go anywhere. We get back MLB. Uh, wrap that up. We're going to talk NBA now, NHL, and stay tuned for my UFC plays. A little biting for Saturday night in the arena, in the Octagon. But do not go anywhere, guys. Finishing up strong here on a fade the Public Friday with your buddy, your host, the guy you sweat Sharp Contrarian plays with in the arena with every day. Uh, the, uh, the non-Pete Rose way of betting games with your buddy Josh Applebaum. Don't go anywhere, guys. We will be right back.
5: Those are the most obvious. I but let like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: All right, everyone. We are back at it. Finish up strong. Second half of the pod. Getting into the weekend here. I'm feeling good. Uh, A lot of sweats to choose from here, and the board looks really good today, so knock on wood. Now, I'll be honest with you guys, you know, uh, I love seeing a board that jumps out to me, a lot of sharp plays, but, you know, betting is crazy. You may hate the board and do well, you may love the board um, and and do poorly, but uh, it always is a good sign to me when uh, some sharp plays jump out of you because that means a lot of wise guys, a lot of professional bettors hit these numbers early because they saw maybe a discrepancy from their numbers with what the books are offering. So uh, just keep that in mind as we as we continue here today. But uh, let's talk some NBA. Uh, so NBA, uh, like I said, decent night last night. My Celtics came up huge. Charlotte was disappointing. They sharp's sharp as attacking, got blown out. But that Pelicans over was nice. Uh, and again, my John Hollinger, NBA ESPN, look for the worst defensive efficiency teams and try to isolate two bad ones to take an over. But first one on the board that caught my eye, going back to all my Celtics, guys. I like the Celts in this spot. Uh, You look at the Nets, so the Celtics are at the Nets tonight. Uh, The Nets open as a five-point favorite at home. The line's down to four and a half. So you've seen this money uh, come in here on Boston So match some systems that I like. A short road dog, five or less off a win, 55% this year. Uh, Brad Stevens, Celtics under Stevens as a dog, 60% historically, uh, 54% this year. This would be another uh, conference road dog opportunity. And the Celtics on a second leg of a back-to-back. This match is actually one of our favorite systems. A back-to-back with a line move in your favor. Uh, the other thing I like with this one is um, you know injuries. You do have a lot of guys out. Durant's questionable, but you know I don't know based on this line move. Maybe he won't play. Um, if he will, I think this line moves further. So again, our 6 p.m. rule with the NBA. It's now at four and a half. So line move to the south. Let's see where it goes from here. Um, but Harden remains out. We got to wait on Durant. There's no Kemba. He doesn't play second legs of a back-to-back because of his knee. Uh, Tatum's good to go, and Marcus Smart, but we got to wait on Jalen Brown. He's questionable here. So you do have to wait on these uh, these injuries here, but keep an eye on the Celtics. Um, We want to see what the deal is with Durant and Jalen Brown. Ideally, Durant's out. Jalen Brown's in, but Celtics uh, playing really well. Uh, They went through the doldrums here for a few weeks, but really have turned it on as of late off that big win against the Suns. But five down to four and a half. Keep an eye on the Celtics. If you see your tweet deck, Again, uh, Durant out, you know, maybe Jalen Brown is in. You can get a four and a half, and then you see this thing fall to, you know, three. Uh, that'll be important. But give me uh, give me the Celtics here getting points, keeping an eye on that one. Uh, then I got a couple overs for you. Um, number one, Cleveland and Charlotte. Look at the over in this game. This matches some systems for me. Number one, uh, the total for this game opened 211, and it's been bet up to 211 and a half. So right off the bat, you have uh, a little bit of movement here toward the over. Uh, the other thing that I like is uh, looking at these John Holler defensive metrics. Uh, you have both of these teams who are in the bottom half of defensive efficiency, teams that give up a lot of points and, um, and again, uh, play kind of decent uh, offensively. If you look at um, Charlotte in particular, they're averaging 109 a game. Cleveland 105, they're both giving up around 110. But, again, little line movement to the over. And this is also kind of your tired overplay. My system match would be a low total over uh, where either – both teams are on a back-to-back or only have one day off. Uh, where you have some tired legs, where tired legs you think you're gonna front rim your shots, but it's more like you don't really dig in on defense. You don't really care as much. You don't uh you kind of let people go by you because you're tired. I think that's the angle with these tired over system matches. So again, bad defensive metrics, uh tired over system match. Give me the over and try to get a 211. There are, I see a couple out there, but most of them are two eleven and a half. Uh, but this one's for Maureen Chase. Let's see if we can get the Cavs over. Uh, 211, or we'll call it 211 and a half right now. Uh, the other over that caught my eye: OKC and the Washington Wizards. Um, this kind of jumped out to me. It was a 229 and a half total, uh, where it's now up to 230 and a half. So you've seen a one-point move to the over, uh, and I have a bunch of matches here: a non-conference over 230 or more. So lack of familiarity uh, kind of leads to uh, to more points here because you don't really know how to match up on defense, so it benefits the offense. 53 and 41 this year, 56%. Uh, tire over system match, another 57%, and a non-conference over, both played two or both had two days off, 53%. So um, it doesn't hurt that you know Washington is a team that um, you would think they're a big over team. They're actually 32 and 26 to the under, um, but it's because usually these totals are in the you know 230s, 240s. Uh, it's these really high numbers here. So um, let's see if we can get some points. But OKC and Washington. With some movement and high total overmatches. Uh looking at the over 230 and a half in that one. Uh, keep on cruising, little NHL. Uh, so again, had some decent hits in the NHL, four and two. Um, but again, you're kind of even here with with laying these numbers. The Islanders really annoyed me because that was a 0-0 game. They lost it in a shootout. That was a really sharp move. That line moved further to the aisle. Did get the Bruins. Carolina was nice. That was a minus 124. Tampa and Pittsburgh, both big uh, big favorites here. Uh, the other annoying one was the Rangers. Should have gotten that one. But uh, anyway, uh, NHL, there's only six, five games here, uh, but I have four system matches. Number one, see if I can get some revenge here on the Rangers. Uh, I like the Rangers in this spot. Uh, they open around minus 150. They've been bet up to minus 160. Uh, a lot of system matches. Favorite off a loss, 65% this year. Uh, favorite off a loss versus opponent off a win, 64%. Uh, here's the kicker. Minus 150 or more favorite off a loss, 68% excuse me, Uh, favorite off a loss, Uh, who made the playoffs last year, 66%. That speaks to kind of the bounce-back factor. And then favorites minus 150 or more with a total of six or higher. More goals expected, more likely it's going to come from, quote-unquote, the better team. So uh, also have a, let's see, uh, back-to-back, take the favorite, 67%. I'm looking at the Rangers to bounce back. You know the the kind of cherry on top here? I think the Philly uh, Flyers are going to start. This kid, Lyon, who – Has a high goals against, and I think he's making maybe a second start. Um, But if we can get Shesterkin back in there for the Rangers. I like this move, and I like a little revenge here with the Rangers. Uh, I'm going back to all my Bruins. My Bruins, Bruins! A massive win last night. Uh, Not a massive win because, you know, Buffalo stinks here. I don't want to rile them up. But uh, 5-1, really got it going here. Tuca's in net tonight. Uh, But I like this this play on the Bruins. I know it's a big number. Uh, The Bruins opened. Um, some of these shops are minus 310. They're up to minus 320. This line's big. It's a big, big, big number. But, of course, guys, bet not bet to win. You're risking your one unit. You're trying to get a third of a unit back. I have system matches back-to-back. Take the favorite, 67%. Big faves, minus 200 or more, 75%. Fave attire tired team. Uh, road fave with a line move, all matching on the Bruins. So let's go Bees. And if, you, if, you, if you're telling me you want to go puck line, I'm not going to argue with you. Again, puck line's a spread, minus 1.5, minus 125. Um, but again, veterans, not bet to win with that minus 300 number. Let's go bees. Uh, I am praying for revenge with Nashville because the other night guys, we had Nashville, or at least I did. They're up four to one in the third period and blew that lead and lost five to four in overtime, which again, you have a four, four to one lead, 10 minutes left in the third in the NHL. You almost always win that bet. Um, so I like this revenge factor. I think Nashville, if they have any pride, they're going to bounce back here after that terrible collapse. Um, they have had their number. I think, to that point, they were 5-0 against the Blackhawks, or I don't know, maybe it's 5-1 or 6-1 now. But I like this line move. It opened around minus 115, minus 120 to Nashville. Nashville has been bet up to minus 130. This would match a fave with a line move, 10 cents or more, 65%. Uh, both played two days ago, favorites off a loss, 66%. Uh, favorite off a loss versus opponent off a win, 64%. And a uh, rested road favorite, two days off or more, 63%. So uh, give me Nashville. Nashville. Uh, and, again, after that terrible collapse the other night, they owe us this one tonight. Uh, let's go, Preds. Uh, and then last one, Minnesota. Uh, I love sweating the wild. Knock on wood. Hope we don't jinx it here. But Minnesota on the road. Uh, I'm going to keep riding them. Uh, they're at the L.A. Kings. They open around minus 160. They're creeping up to around minus 165. But Minnesota matches a bunch of systems I like. Um, let's see. Uh, rest of the road favorite. Uh, favorites to the line move in their favor. Um, I think Minnesota has done well against the Kings so far this year. And a little bit of steam on Minnesota here. So uh, I like this matchup. There's a Minnesota club that uh, really well, and I think they've won like six, seven straight. Um, So I'm going to keep riding the hot hand here with the Wild uh, as a favorite system match. So let's go Wild. Uh, And then to wrap up the pod here, guys, um, I want to uh, hit on a few UFC plays that caught my eye. Um, So again, some of these names are tough, but we know our model, younger, taller, longer reach, line move. So the first one is, let me find it for you. Uh, Make sure I get it right. Um, This is a lightweight uh, early prelim card. Uh, Zhu Rong. R-O-N-G. Zhu Rong is fighting Rodrigo Vargas. Looking at Zhu Rong. Uh, Zhu Rong is around minus 250 favorite. Seen a little line move in his his, uh, direction here. But Zhu Rong is 21 years old. Vargas is 35. Again, I like betting against not only... Uh, I like betting on the younger fighter, but when you have a, a fighter 35 or older UFC, I like to fade those fighters because again, you've taken so much punishment. Uh, it, it's kind of like in Africa when uh, you know, you have the, you have the young, uh, the young buck lion going up against a grizzled vet. You like the grizzled vet, but uh, sometimes nature takes over here at that point. But uh, I'm looking at wrong. He's 21. Vargas is 35. He's five, eight. The other guy's five, seven. He's got a 72 inch. Each other has got 71. So my first play was Zhu Rong, uh, laying a minus 250. Uh, keep on cruising. Uh, let's go to the prelim card. Pat Sabatini is fighting Tristan Connolly. I'm looking at Pat Sabatini here. Uh, this matches all of our systems, really. Massive line move. When these books open like plus 100, even money on Sabatini, I don't know if that was an outlier, but he's all the way up to minus 260. So that's a massive line move towards Sabatini. Uh, he's 30. Connelly's 35, so a five-year age gap. Uh, also look for that kind of age gap, and uh, again, fade fighters 35 or older, 70-inch uh, reach. Connelly's 68. They're both uh, they're both 5'7". So line move younger, longer reach. Give me Sabatini uh, around minus two. What is it? Minus 267 now. Uh, keep on cruising. Uh, a couple more for you. Let's go to the main card. Um, how do, where do I find this one? I'm looking for I'm looking for Allen. Maybe that's the preliminary card. Okay, yeah, middleweight preliminary. Uh, Brendan Allen is fighting Carl Roberson. Looking at Brendan Allen. Uh, Brendan Allen opened um, around minus 130. He's been bet up to minus 150. He's 25. Roberson's 30. He's 6'2". six 6'1". Both uh, 185, and you have a, a reach advantage. Allen's 75 inch reach, 74 for Roberson. So line move. You know, I mean, that one matches everything uh, with Brendan Allen. So give me Brendan Allen in that one. Shop around, you can get around a minus 150, I think. Might be your best number, minus 155. Uh, Keep on cruising. Just a couple more. Uh, I told you I had six. Um, I'm looking at Randy Brown. Uh, Randy Brown laying the wood. Um, He's fighting Alex Oliveira. Um, Not a huge line move, but like minus 140 to like minus 150 in favor of Brown. But he's 30. Oliveira's 33, so he's, he's three years younger. Uh, he's 6'2. Olivera's 5'9. So he's taller. And then his reach is 78. Olivera is 76. So younger, taller, longer reach line move. Boom. Another system match. Give me Randy Brown in that one, laying around a minus um, 150. This one is another one comes from in Points of Weekly Magazine. Um, my guy Reed Kuhn, who also, like Gamble and Lou, is an expert. Uh, but give me Jimmy Croot. This guy's nickname is Jimmy the Brute Crute, Isn't that awesome? Uh, big line move toward Crute. He's fighting Anthony Smith. Crute, minus 190 to minus 210. So big move here toward uh, the Brute. And Jimmy Crute, 12 and 1. He's 25 years old. Anthony Smith is 32. Uh, they're both 6'2". Um, Smith has technically slight longer reach. He's 76, 75 for Crute. I like that line move. I like the younger uh, factor here. So give me the Brute here. Jimmy the Brute, Crute, uh, laying a minus 200. And then the big match of the night, Usman Masvidal. Um, this is such a high number, and I think you know how do you not take Masvidal plus 350? But guys, I'm going Usman. I know it's a big spot. Um, I would have liked to get it a little bit earlier. He opened like minus 390. Usman, he's up to minus 450. So again, minus 450 is a massive play. But you're betting one unit. It, again, you can say the juice isn't worth the squeeze, but I like this play. I am going chalk with Usman. Uh, he's younger. Usman is 33. Masvidal. Is 36. He's taller. He's six feet. Masvidal's five foot nine. He's got a longer reach. 60 76 inches, 74 for Masvidal. And also, if you read the write-up from Gambling Lou, um, apparently Masvidal has been talking a lot of crap. Um, and uh, and Gambling Lou also talks about fighters who come from nothing and then get rich and then get have their Gucci and their uh, their private planes and they're sipping on uh, you know the the cognac. You kind of saw that with um, with uh, McGregor. You know, once you get big, you kind of lose your edge. Um, And he's been talking a lot of crap to Usman, and I think Usman, everything you read is he wants to beat the crap out of Masvidal. So, again, it's a big number. Um, You're risking one unit to try to get .2 units back. Again, that's really the key here. So I know it's chalky, but uh, give me Usman. I think Usman destroys Masvidal. Knock on wood, that's what I'm doing. Uh, But there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. A huge pod here um, on a Friday. Um, and of course, you know if you've uh, if you've enjoyed the pot, if it's become a uh, part of your daily routine, a part of your daily capping, you enjoy the breakdowns, and you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in. There's one thing I ask of you: if you want to make my day, but not just for me, to increase your knowledge as well, go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting by Josh Applebaum, pick up a copy for you or for a friend, uh, give it as a gift. If you have a uh, a buddy in New York who's they're going to get legalized uh, online betting pretty soon or maybe in Arizona it's about to take take place, or maybe that buddy of yours who always bets every favorite, every home team, every over, parlays them all, and loves betting but never wins. Uh, show them the way. Show them the contrarian flat betting um, line move system and, uh, and give them a copy of my book. It would mean a lot. So if you want to uh, grab one, it's got everything I've learned in the industry. If you've already bought one, um, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. But with that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Stadium Swim, uh, watching the uh, the Vegas Golden, Knight, Golden Knights watch parties around the pool uh, with Patrick Maher and Daniel Alvari and uh, Mike Palm, the mayor, the whole crew. Or maybe the good old South Point where the true grinders get down, uh, where the lowest juice possible is found, where Billy Walters, the GOAT, sends his number on us. Wherever it may be, uh, you're going to walk up to me. Uh, do not show me a Red Sox under 9.5 ticket. I'll rip that thing up. You're going to show me a Cubbies ticket from last night. You're going to show me a Celtics in the points winning outright, or a Pelicans over, maybe a Carolina minus 124. Uh, but I think the Cubbies, that one was nice. That that, that thing got me going. Uh, flash me that Cubbies ticket. Hopefully you'll flash me that one tonight. Again, first beer's on me, next one's on you. Then we're going to post up, uh, find a couple lazy boys at the book, uh, get all our games on the big screens, uh, order some food, and we're going to sweat sharp contrarian plays all night. Because uh, that is the name of the game, guys. But uh, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? No. There's no such thing as a lock. No such thing as a guarantee. Anyone who tells you otherwise is wrong. Um, again, this is a is a game where uh, nothing is guaranteed. But if I can guarantee you this, if you consistently stick to the sharp contrarian um, against the public, with the house, beat the closing number, um, that's going to make you a profitable better long term. Any night, you can be up or down. But we're playing a long game here, guys, trying to make 100 bets and win 55. That is always the goal. Uh, reminder, Lombardi line this weekend. No pod tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. But tune into the Lombardi line on Nessun. Uh, stream live on Beeson.com from 10 a.m. to noon. Uh, me, Michael Lombardi, and my guy Patrick Maher will be talking a lot of NFL draft props, updating you on baseball, NBA, NHL. Maybe I'll, I'll slide in a, a couple UFC biting plays. Um, but tune in this weekend, uh, 10 a.m. to noon. Uh, that's where you'll, where you'll find me for more sweats. So have an excellent weekend, everyone. Good luck. Stay safe. Uh, be profitable. And, uh, and keep on grinding, guys. That's the name of the game. But have an excellent weekend. I'll see you on Lombardi line. Uh, and, then, uh, and then after that, I'll see you back on Monday to, uh, to start another week here. But have an excellent weekend, everyone. Good luck. And I'll see you at the window.
0: WORK.